what's wrong and it makes a shout hooray it's good for growing babies and grown-ups too to eat for all the family's breakfast you can't beat cream of wheat cream of wheat the great american family cereal presents let's pretend Well, thank you for that rip-snorting round of applause, pretenders. Oh, so you want a story, do you? And you shall have it. When? Sybil, what's the story for today? It's an exciting one called Nellilot. Well, that's a new one on me, Sybil. And it's Betty Jane Tyler's turn to say how we travel. How about a brand new convertible car with a top down? Oh, swell idea, Betty Jane. Okay, an open car it is. And, uh, say, I think we better make it two so there'll be plenty of room for everybody. All set? One, two, three. <laughs> These cars for Let's Pretend our story, Melalot and Points Out. All right, let's go. Say, this is one of those brand new 1947 models, isn't it? There's sure plenty of smoothness and power in this car. You said it, Gwen. And that's the same happy combination you'll find in cream of wheat. Yes, a creamy, delicious smoothness and the kind of quick pickup food power that helps keep you rolling along in high gear right through the morning. So shift to good old cream of wheat, friends. Eat a better breakfast, feel better all day. Get a better start the cream of wheat way. And keep listening for our special cream of wheat game right after the first act of today's story, Melilot. <laughs> Once upon a time, in a land just east of the Big Dipper, three brothers had the misfortune to offend an evil sorceress, Madame Hatrod. We find them now waiting for the punishment they know she'll inflict. Well, my brothers, there's very little time left. Yes, Madame Hatrod will be here at any moment for our decision, and we might just as well face it. I, for one, am prepared to give her our answer now. And I, too. We are all agreed, then, that we cannot do what she has demanded of us. Join her in her evil witchcraft, assist her in her plan to poison the streams and kill all the flowers and fruit of our lands with blight? Never. Look, brothers. The sky is darkening rapidly. Could that mean... Yes. That must mean Madame Hatrod is about to arrive. Listen. What is that sound I hear? The raven. Look. The sky is as black as the raven's wing. Then it's Hatrod, the witch. She's changed herself into a raven this time. Prepare yourselves, brothers. Perhaps we'll never be able to speak to each other again. And until we meet again, farewell. <laughs> well, young men, I've come for my answer. Are you ready to give it to me? We're quite ready for you, Madam Hatrod. Well, don't keep me waiting. Tell me. Do as you will with us. We refuse absolutely to be a part of your evil witchcraft. So, that's your answer, is it? Yes, yes Idiots! You've pronounced your own doom. From now on, you shall be changed into hideous half-men, half-frogs, hopping wherever you go. And this fine home shall be a hovel of mud, a dirty, filthy place 
too ridiculous for men, not suitable for frogs. Prepare for now the enchantment is complete. There, <laughs> <laughs> my little frogmen, you'll have plenty of time to think over your mistake. <laughs> This is a mighty bad storm. I don't ever remember a worse one. Oh, brothers, how much longer must this enchantment last? I'm deadly sick of my hideous frog face. I'm sick of the man's brain, man's heart, and his long, wobbly legs. But at least, brothers, we have something to be grateful for. I marvel at your courage, Watt. In heaven's name, where is there any cause for gratitude, Watt? Why, brothers, we have men's minds. We can speak with each other in spite of our misshapen bodies. And now we know how the enchantment can be broken. But, Watt, even if we know, what chance have we? How can we hope to bring about all the things that must happen in order to break the enchantment? I've thought of that, too, but we can only hope it may happen. If we could only ask for help. But we dare not speak of the enchantment, nor can we give one word or hint as to what has to be done to change it. Who could that be? In such a storm, too. Come in, whoever you are. Come in. Excuse me for this. Who are you? Let me out. Let me out. Don't be frightened, little lady. We shan't harm you. No, no. Really, we won't. No one will hurt you, dear little lady. Please believe us. But you have heads like frogs, and... I mean, I never saw anyone. We realize how horrible we are, but please don't be afraid. Uh, Come over here by the fire. You're half frozen. Your clothes are soaked. Thank you. You're very kind. My name is Melilot. I live up above the second waterfall. Oh, yes, I know. You're the little girl who lives all alone in that, that tiny house on the mountainside. Yes, and I'm in such trouble. In I... trouble, little lady? Can we help you? Yes, isn't there? Isn't there something we can do? Oh, if you only would. You see, the rain beats so on the roof of my house that a part of it caved in. The water is pouring in and I have no other place to go. And everything will be ruined. I... I don't know what to do. Why, that simple little Melilot. Oh, by the way, this is Squad. How do you do? And uh, here is Ward. Hello. And I am Splash. I'm glad to know you, gentlemen. <laughs> A brave little girl to call us that. Oh, but you are. Even if you are so ugly. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so ugly. Never mind, we quite realize how hideous we look. And brothers, let us take hammers and nails along with some things to patch the roof. And if Miss Melilot will show us the way, we can go right up and fix her cottage for her. Oh, yes. It's a good thing you came to us, Miss Melilot. We're we're pretty good carpenters. You're really very kind. I'm sorry to put you to so much trouble, but I do appreciate your friendliness. Here, now, put this jacket over you to protect you from the rain, Melilot. And away we go. Thank you. You're so neighborly and helpful. You make me forget how frightened and lonely I was. Splash and Squidge and Ward, I'm most grateful. (laughs) What a remarkable little lady. 
She remembered our names, brothers. All of them. Yeah, marvelous. And such ridiculous names they are, too. Well, lead the way, little Melilot. We'll soon have you snug and comfortable. Excuse me, I left my rubbers on the porch. I'll get them. Brothers, can it be? Do you suppose that Careful, this is... Careful, Splash. Remember the warning. We must not ask. We must not explain. And everything must be done by the stranger's own free will. If all that should come about, then we may be freed. Well, Uncle, we're waiting for our cream of wheat game. Okay, Sybil. And today, our game is about summer sports. And when I name a certain kind of sports equipment, I want you, audience, to tell me what game it makes you think of. Now, here's the first. Club. <laughs> That's right, golf. And when you start the day by teeing off with cream of wheat, you'll find you won't want to putter around at the breakfast table. That's because every spoonful of smooth, delicious cream of wheat scores a clean-cut hole-in-one for flavor. All right, now, what about a racket? You bet, tennis. And remember, when Mom serves enriched five-minute cream of wheat, that's the treat that nets you plenty of good nourishment. Iron for rich red blood, calcium and phosphorus for strong bones and teeth, plus vitamin B1 for big outdoor appetite. Okay, now here's our last sports question, pretenders. What great American game do you connect with the word bat? Ah, that's it, baseball. And if you want to wind up and pitch into a dish that's good for home runs in the speed department, just step up to that plate of enriched five-minute cream of wheat. It's about the fastest dish in the whole league. Cooks to full digestibility, even for babies, in just five minutes of boiling. Yes, you'll play a better game, be tougher to beat, if you start each day with cream of wheat. Get enriched five-minute or regular cream of wheat from your grocer today. It's way up in flavor. It's way down in cut. It's plenty smooth. Thanks a lot, audience. And now back to today's story, Melilot. seeks help from her nearest neighbors, the three brothers who were enchanted by Madame Hatrod and changed into frogmen. Our second act begins high up on the mountainside as the three brothers repair Malilot's cottage, which has been damaged in a storm. Well, there you are, Malilot. That's the last nail. And the roof is fixed. Uh, throw me down the hammer, Ward. Right, here you go. How about those extra boards, Splash? Uh, I have them. We have everything now. You gentlemen must be dead tired. You've worked hours and hours up there. Oh, not a bit of it. It's good exercise. Hey, look out, Splash. Yeah? I'm, I'm jumping down. Oh, come ahead. Uh, uh, that roof is snug as a bug now, Melilot. I can see that it is. It's as good as new. Come into the cottage, please. I have a nice warm fire, and you must sit down and rest yourself. Thank you. Sounds good. 
Oh, this is cozy in here. And so clean. Oh, how nice to live once more like... Squudge? Oh, isn't it? Everything just shines like a new pin. Yes, yes, and how homey and livable you've made it, Melilot. The cottage is clean and comfortable, and most of the time I manage all right. But just now, I'm so ashamed. Uh-huh. So oh, no. terribly sorry, but... Why, Melilot, what's wrong? Please don't cry, little Melilot. Oh, what is it? What's troubling you? You, you work so hard for me. And I know you're tired and, and hungry. And I haven't a single crust of bread to offer you. I'm so sorry. But look, little lady, there on the table. What? It's a full loaf of bread. And a pitcher filled with fresh milk. Why, where on earth did it come from? I wonder. Oh, but it doesn't matter. Now I can offer you something to eat. Look, I'll break the bread into three parts and divide the milk. Here are three glasses. There you are. Now please eat and enjoy yourself. I'll get some fresh water from the spring. What? Splash? Eh? Did you see that bread and milk appear out of nowhere? I certainly did. What's more, she's hungry. And yet she divided the bread and milk and kept nothing for herself. Brothers, couldn't we give her some of this? No, Splash. No matter how much we'd like to share it with her, we we must eat it all. You know why. Here we are. Nice cold water. I was just thinking, you mustn't try to get back home tonight. I think we'd better go. Of course you mustn't. I'm sure I can make all of you very comfortable. See, here's a great big bed for the three of you. It looks very inviting. So clean and white and comfortable. But where will you sleep, Melilot? Don't worry about me. I have a little hammock out in the trees. It isn't raining now. I often sleep there under the stars. I love it. But, Melilot... Not another word. I won't listen to you. You just cuddle down here and sleep tight. You need a little mothering, you three. (laughs) Come along. You first, Matt. Yes. Thank you, Mother Melilot. Come along, Squad. In you go. Thank you. Now, Ward. Right. There you are. And now you're all tucked in and cozy. Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Sleep tight. And I can't tell you how... What? They're sound asleep already. No wonder. How strange that I should think they were ugly at first. Poor little beasts or elves whatever they are. Oh, dear Father in heaven, thank you for your loving care. Bless these three little people and show me how I may bring happiness into their poor little twisted lives. Amen. Weave us the loveliest fairy-like cloth. Oh, 
I thought I heard voices. What? What in the world is happening? Am I dreaming? Who are those tiny creatures and what are they doing? Belly Lot's watching our spinning and weaving. Belly Lot's waiting with wide open eyes. Belly Lot's wondering what we are making. Belly Lot's going to have a surprise. I'm not dreaming. Those are fairies. I see them. I hear them. Bring all the magic to go in the spinning. The clock must be finished before we are through. Now fold it and carry it. Lay it down gently at the feet of sweet Melilot, gentle and true. Oh, wait. Please tell me. Why, they're gone. I'd be sure I was dreaming but for this bundle of snowy white cloth at my feet. Oh, it's beautiful. Whatever shall I do with it? Oh, I know. Splash, squadge, and mort. I'll make each one of them a little suit out of this. It will keep them beautifully warm, and maybe they'll be pleased with it. I'll get to work right now, and by morning I'll have all three suits finished and waiting when they wake up. Oh, how nice to be able to do something for my new little friend. <laughs> Flash. What? Yeah. Wake up. Yeah. Quickly, quickly. Yeah. Look here. What is it? Look at these little suits. Three of them. Oh, how beautiful they are. They're made by hand. And so neatly, too. Yes, but feel the material. It's magic cloth. Huh? Listen. The rhythm we heard the day the nymphs in the oak told us how the enchantment could be broken. I remember? She said suits of magic would be given us. Oh, certainly. Not. And here they are. The nymph's promise is being fulfilled step by step in exactly the order she said. Oh, dear, gentle little Melilot. Look, brothers, there through the window. There she is, sound asleep in her little hammock. And now, do you recall the nymph's next instruction? I do. Let's go out and waken her. Come along. Nymph of the oak, please help us to obey you. Brothers... I kiss the rags she wears that we may be clothed. What? Look, it is as I hoped. Her tattered dress is changed to richer silk, and jewels are twined in her golden hair. I kiss the wall of her little house that shelters so dear a soul. And lo, the tumble-down cabin becomes a rose-covered cottage. And I kiss the kind little hands that fashioned our magic suits. Brothers, our enchantment is broken. Oh, we're men once more. Melilot has broken the enchantment. And we are as we were the day Hatrod cursed us. I must have been dreaming. Good Good morning, Melilot. I didn't know we had company. Oh, dear little Melilot. No wonder you don't recognize us. We're your friends. What? Not Splash. And Squadge and (laughs) Ward. But how could this be? What has happened? Through the kindness of your own heart, Melilot. Because of your unselfish love for your fellow man. How wonderful and how glad I am. Oh, you look so fine. You're dressed so richly. You'll be ashamed of your friend's tattered dress. Why, look. A new dress. It's of silk. And my hair. Jewels are twined in the braids. Why, I too am transformed. And your little house, Melilot. Have you noticed it? What a beautiful little cottage. And that is mine, really and truly mine. All yours, Melilot. Oh, brothers, listen. 
It's Hatra. It's the witch. She's discovered our enchantment is broken. Hurry, brothers, get the magic suit. What are you doing? What's going to happen? Quickly, brothers, the suit. Yeah. Take one quickly. She's nearly upon us. Oh, hurry. Here she comes. Who has done this? Throw the suits over. She can't break through the fairy clock. It's the only thing we could use to capture her. How can you treat her so? Who is she? Melalot, this is Madame Hatrod. It was she who enchanted us. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, poor little raven. I do not fear you. I love you. See, I stroke your wings. Get away! I kiss your shining black hair. Go away! Oh, what have I done? Where is she? What happened? A miracle, little Melilot. But this black lump of mud where the raven was standing... What have I done to her? You've saved all of us, Melilot. Don't you see what you've done? Hatred cannot live where there is love. And in declaring your love for her, you have forever destroyed the enemy. I don't understand. But if through any act of mine, you are safe from danger, then I'm very happy. Oh, look, brothers. Already the grass is turning green once more. (laughs) And the trees are beginning to blossom. Yes. And there, the meadows are covered with flowers. Oh, and look here, friends. A magic table spread with lovely food. All through your unselfishness, Melilot. The fairy cloth has enveloped all the land in harmony and love. Well, whatever it is, I can only say I'm very grateful. And hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, breakfast is served. Now, before we tell you about next week's exciting story, tell me, audience, there are two words that rhyme with each other, and both of them describe enriched five-minute cream of wheat. One of them is nutritious, and the other, what is it, pretenders? Delicious! Delicious is right. Yes, sir, it seems just about everybody goes for the smooth, delicious flavor of cream of wheat. Babies like it because it's so smooth and creamy, so completely digestible. Mom likes it because the penny a bowl price helps her save money. And the rest of the family, well, I'm sure they'll all agree with the last two lines of our song. For all the family's breakfast, you can't beat cream of wheat. The pretenders for today were... Gwen Davies. Melilot. Marilyn Erskine. Splash. Albert Alley. Wart. Kingsley Colton. Squudge. Jack Grimes. Madame Haytrod. Miriam Wolfe. The fairies. Sybil Trent. Joan Laser. Judith Lockson. Betty Jane Tyler. Original music was composed and conducted by Maurice Brown. Now, these stories are dramatized and directed by Nyla Mack. And now, don't forget, if you're in or near New York and you'd like to come to a broadcast of Let's Pretend, drop a postcard to Cream of Wheat, CBS, New York City, for your free tickets. Suppose you found a magical toy. And you discovered it could give you anything you wished for. What's the very first thing you do? Something good or something harmful? Next Saturday, hear what one man did with it. Listen for the story of Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp. Speaking for Uncle Bill Adams, saying, Remember to eat cream of wheat, the great American family cereal. 
This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.